But we're moving right along to our next guest. They are in the Fargo office. Good morning. We have Father George Asigre and Deacon Nick. Are you Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for joining Good us. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you doing today? It's a beautiful day up here in the valley. Amen. Amen. Father, thanks for uh, joining us today. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and, and uh, how you came to northern Minnesota? Yeah, my name is uh, Father George Asigre, and uh, from uh, St. Francis Xavier, West Africa, and uh, Ghana in particular. Uh, and uh, the thing I'd like you to know about my name uh, is my my middle name, which is Atanga, and Atanga means a rock. Uh, it, it was given me by my parents. Uh, I wasn't born into a Catholic family, but traditional home. And uh, the reason I was named Atanga is that... Uh, the first three children of my mother died at infancy, and uh, mm. they named me Atanga, which means a rock, uh, to shame death, and a, a, an expression of a personal deity that will ensure that I live on. And uh, by God's grace, I did live on. And uh, I, now in the light of Christianity, I think that they really picked a good name for me in the light of knowing that uh, St. Peter or Peter was named the rock. Yes. So, and I've Beautiful. been ordained for like uh, 28 years now. Oh, wow. Uh, I've worked mainly in Ghana, and I had opportunity to work in the Johns Hopkins Hospital for two years, but I've been back in Ghana for all this while. Um, I'm here at this particular time um, uh, to have uh, an opportunity to interact with uh, the people of this area, especially um, uh, St. Uh, Williams Parish in Twin Valley. And uh, there has been a relationship for the past 12 years, and I came into that relationship. And as they say, uh, it doesn't matter the distance. If you, the roots of your relationship are very strong, uh, the, the distance doesn't matter. I believe I'm, I'm here to try to reignite and to strengthen that bond that we have uh, cultivated together. And uh, through that, we're able to grow in our relationship with one another and with God and to be able to be strengthened by that. Praise God. How long have you been at St. Williams then? I've been in St. Williams since uh, last, uh, I arrived on, uh, I think it on was the 14th. on the 14th. Yeah. Yes, yeah. On the so 14th. he celebrated this Feast of the Assumption with us, um, okay. and then he will be here until next Thursday. Then he's going back to uh, to uh, um, New Jersey, and he's going to visit New Orleans. So he's going to have a, uh, wow. going back to Africa on the 14th of September. So it's going to be wow. quite a fast trip for him. Yeah. Um, Deacon, Nick, can you, can you talk a little bit about the relationship? You mentioned um, off the air about the relationship that St. Williams is, is entering into, if you will. When I was uh, ordained deacon um, 15 years ago, uh, the parish priest um, challenged me to two missions, a local mission and a foreign mission. And so I spent some time searching out. And at the time, Father, Barry, Father Clement Berry was the pastor at uh, St. Francis in uh, Weaga. And he was studying at St. Thomas Academy in St. Paul, so we got to, to know him, and that's how we okay. so formulated our relationship. Um, and so over the years, um, with limited ability to correspond, because most of our correspondence was by sa snail mail, and so it takes three to four weeks to get a letter back and forth, um, uh, but we've done some things with uh, uh, sponsoring students, um, working with uh, the parish on their needs. Um, we've purchased some food. Um, we've sponsored some scholarships for students. Um, we even bought the pastor a car when his car broke down. And, and so we do what we can to help them out in a, in a small way. 
um, we're hoping by our exposure today that we can find more people that are willing to to join in, that feel inspired um, to join into this mission. Uh, they're very needy people. But the most inspiring thing about the people from Kana is, is that even though they have so little, they're so rich in spirituality. Um, they're a very prayerful people. Um, mass attendance um, is um, very high compared to what we would have here. Um, and you could talk a little bit about um, your mass is there in, in, in Weaga. Yeah, actually, um, my main parish is uh, in Weaga, and then we have seven other outstation churches, we call them, quite uh, distances apart, seven of them, and we're just two uh, priests in the parish, and we take turns in visiting all these parishes. Averagely, I would say we have about 1,500 of people coming to mass on, on Sunday, wow. and we're trying to read wow. them as best we can. And uh, every celebration is so lively. We express ourselves so freely with music, with dance, and and I think it uh, encourages and fosters the growth of the faith. And, uh, why, do you, a, why do you? Yeah. Why do you feel like that has um, become such a huge thing for people to come to mass? It seems like there's just been an explosion over there. What do you I, say to that on why that might be happening? I think generally, like uh, one. Uh, Kenyan uh, philosopher said the African is notoriously religious. You grow up seeing religious symbols all over around you. Even as a child, you you notice that even your dad, before he leaves the house, pours a libation. Before you see all these religious symbols, not in churches, but even uh, uh, in the form of uh, vehicles that you see on road, they name them. Businesses are named this way and uh, all these try to encourage and uh, reinforce that uh, God is always present in everything. We see the hand of God in all things that we do and I think this is a booster towards uh, uh, vocation uh, development and, and growth. Wow, that's beautiful. So it becomes a part of their everyday life. I it love is that. exactly everyday. And these people will walk miles to come to Mass. Um, we have a hard time walking a few blocks um, and so the spirituality, yeah. you know, the, and so even though that they're poor in materialism, they're so rich in spirituality that they inspire us. And so we can help them with our materialism to, to provide for their basic needs, their food, shelter, um, and they pray for us. And so it's a two-way mission. Um, they inspire us with their spirituality, and we try to help them with their material needs. All right. Well, we're down to our last minute. We're running out. It's been a great interview. I just want to give people an opportunity to find out more about this mission. Is there some way that they can uh, find more information on you guys? Um, the St. Williams Parish has a Facebook page. That is probably our most um, visible site. And so if you wanted to join, um, to follow us on there, we will post pictures and um, uh, some of the things that we do there. Um, we also have, um, to find us, uh, you can find the St. Williams Parish on, on Google, and uh, you can contact us that way. Um, but uh, if you follow us on the Facebook page, we will be posting pictures and comments on, on the things that we're doing, the things that they need, some of the projects that we're heading towards. Um, we are also, from here, we're going to the OND, uh, the, our, our Northland Diocese, the Crookston Diocese newspaper, and there'll be an article in there coming out next uh, month. So uh, look for more information from uh, the Crookston Diocese newspaper. And again, Deacon, that's the St. Williams Parish in Twin Saint Valley, St. William Minnesota, in right? Twin Valley, Minnesota, yes. Okay, great. All right, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us Thank this you, morning. Father. Deacon? Thank you very much. Thank you very much.
All right. God bless you both. Hey, thanks for having us. We appreciate this. You bet. Oh, that was a great mission.